Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Invest in your future home like how you'd invest in your future self. The same way you seek the right guy or the right job, you also need to find the right home for you. The perfect house that will shelter all those goals and dreams you have for yourself and your family. To give you a better idea on which real estate fits you best, I partnered with Lissandra on today's episode. Lissandra is a trusted developer under Vista Land that offers quality and affordable house and lots in the Philippines. To visit their website and check out their properties, click the link in my description or send them a direct message on their official Facebook page at Lissandra. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey, Grateful Ones, before we start, find yourself in a comfortable space and take three deep breaths. I know it's been tough for all of us, so let's take this time to feel whatever you're feeling as you take a deep breath in, take in love, kindness, joy, and gratitude. And as you exhale, let go of any pain, anger, regret, or discomfort you're feeling right now. Welcome to After 30 with Gara Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. I post new episodes every Thursday. Follow at After 30 with Gara Erigel on Instagram and Facebook to stay updated. Again, welcome to another episode of After 30 with Gara Erigel. Today's episode, we're talking about investing in your 30s or investments you should be making in your 30s with the founder and CEO of Podcast Network Asia. Everybody, please give it up for Ron Abaitio. Thank you so much, Cara Erigel. I'm glad to be 30. Plus thirty plus, <laughs> and uh, again, I'm a big fan of your show. And finally, I am here. I waited to be thirty to get here. Just kidding. I'm, I'm oh, way over thirty now for a long time. Tito Ronster, that's what they call me. Tito Ronster, thank you, Tito. I Tito, boss. <laughs> Thank you. No, thank you so much for making time. I know you're a busy, busy man. Um, uh, and I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here. And how have you been, sir? Run, run, uh, run. <laughs> um, yes, it's been crazy. This, this whole podcast network thing uh, that we're doing, Podcast Network Asia, has been growing exponentially. And again, you've seen the, the results of the amazing work we're trying to support from from the podcasters that we have in the network. But behind the scenes, it is very crazy uh, in a way, in a good crazy way uh, because we've 
over the past two quarters, we've officially gone to Indonesia. So we're not just managing Philippines, but we're also running two countries at the same time. But we're lucky because we have a great team. We surrounded ourselves with a great team. So shout out to them because without them, you won't listen to all these great podcasts that Ooh. you're listening to. Like Kara Erigel's After 30. Wow. Ulitin natin yung shout out to our team. Thank you very much. You guys, mahalamin kayo. Kung wala kayo, wala kami. <laughs> no, but grab it. Two, managing two countries. I mean, I, I joined, I was lucky enough to have been accepted in Podcast Network Asia mm-hmm. mga mid last year na, no? Um, right mm-hmm. smack in the middle of the pandemic. And um, I mean, there was already marami na at the time when I entered. Pero mm-hmm. grabe yung pag-boom talaga, lalo na late last year and early this year. Mm-hmm. Is it... That's true. Um, is it? Do you think the what? What do you think pushed it? Like how? Bakit ang daming biglang? Um, I guess who, who went into this and why are investors also um, slowly realizing that podcast is is mm-hmm. I guess uh, the way to go? Yeah, um, we're, we're I, I always say this in any um, like talk or interview that I do. Um, podcasting is going to its golden age, so it's this this thing has been around for almost twenty years. But mm. several factors that really can contributed to um, this is first is Spotify really add, adding podcasting into the the app. Right, so now um, it's more accessible and it's not taboo anymore, it, because if you look at the grand scheme of things in Southeast Asia. Around eighty to ninety percent of consumptions of podcasts happen within Spotify, so that was a big right. catalyst of the of, of it being available to people now. So yeah, the, Spotify was really a big catalyst to, towards this. And um, the second thing is the pandemic was also a big factor, right? Um, yeah. Two two reasons why. First off, uh, the pandemic triggered a new wave of content creators because you you were early in the game Kara. around 2019 you started this out or around the same time as me um as, mm-hmm. a, as a podcaster as well we were probably the, the that second wave because there's a lot of podcasters that actually did this before we was all very popular but we came at the right time then after us they saw that oh wow there's so many podcasters that are starting to uh, create new content because so for context around 2019 if, if you look at the top 200 podcasts in spotify only 20% were Filipino-made. So imagine that. Only 20% of the top 200. That's very few because there's mm-hmm. so, so much content that's being consumed but it's all foreign content. So that's why we created PNA to help more podcasters like you to create better content. And now we're up to 45% top 200 podcasters that are Filipino-made and 21% of the, of the whole pie is PNA shows. So that that's what? the beauty of it. But the second thing too is the pandemic didn't just create a new wave of creators. It also created a new wave of listeners. There's now Zoom fatigue, screen fatigue. Uh, people are more intentional now in listening to podcasts in terms of consumption. They We've seen that in the analytics where pre-pandemic, the main device that people use to listen to podcasts is their phone, mobile. In the pandemic, over 50% now is mm-hmm. done through other devices. So laptops, smart speakers, whatever. Um, so those are the things that now people find time to, uh, to really invest and listen to this type of content. And you put, you put that all together, Spotify, 
new wave of content, new wave of listeners, then you're, see, you're gonna see a boom. So when 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 that whole treasure trove happened, right? Um, now we went from literally around September last year to this year, we went from fifty six shows to two hundred and twenty as we as we're recording this. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know how we did it. It's uh. crazy, grave. I love how um, you're right. People are people are being more and more intentional right now. Like I really love getting messages from people who listen to the podcast and really um, resonate well with the topics. Parang I'm like I'm good with having. Uh, it's it's better to have more, of course, guys. Please follow the podcast. No, but I mean, I'm good with seeing like consistently 10, 15 people who message and share their thoughts and, you know, that they resonate well with, with the content. And I guess that's the magic of podcasting because it does feel like, you know, you are reaching outside of the speakers, you know, outside of the headphones and actually talking um, to the person who is listening to you, Romel. Nice. Hi, Romel Rotula. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so, Ron, I'm, I'm super curious as to, of course, very lucky to be part of Podcast Network Asia. But what is the story? Uh, what is the short version? What is the story behind Podcast Network Asia? So, the, the skinny version of it, uh, technically, mm-hmm. is I, I'm, a, I'm a tech startup founder. This is my third startup. Uh, so, my first startup. Um, it was called Party File. It was a nightlife app. I did that for six years. Ultimately, it failed in 2016, and I lost everything. Uh, but I learned a ton of stuff. And that what, what's interesting there is I did that in my early 20s to mid-20s. So what I did in my mid-20s contributed to, I guess, what I reaped the benefits for in my 30s, right? Because um, early on, my only goal while I was doing this startup game was I wanted to buy my mom a house. I'm an only child. My mom's a single mom. And that's the only thing I ever wanted in my 20s, right? And I said, I'm, to hell with it. I'm going to do... And the reason why I chose entrepreneurship as a path is because I tried working when I was... I started working when I was 18. And I realized, man, no matter how hard I work, I'll never be able to get where I want to be if I stayed on this path. Because first mm-hmm. of all, I'm, we're, I had a handicap. The handicap is I'm not from a privileged family. This way that I speak, I learned this in the call center, which was when, with, with, with what I, uh, my first job. I was a telemarketer. And I said, man, if I'm going to continue to look this way and speak the, nor- the way, normal way that I talk, I would never get a shot at this. So I had to get, give myself a fighting chance to even, again, achieve getting that house. right? And that's when I realized, man, entrepreneurship is going to be the way to do it. I didn't have any money. All the businesses that I started, I got that through investments of other people, which is a perfect topic because that's what we're going to be talking about, investments coming in, right? Yeah. Not me getting investments because I never had Ipon. I, never, I, I was always in my 20s, I was always on survival mode. I was always one wrong move away from completely being broke, right? And I did not have a safety net at all. My, I had my mom just to, uh, which again, I owe everything for to, to help me survive. But if I failed, she'll also go down the, down the drain with me. So mm-hmm. I, can't, I couldn't do that. So after the first startup failed, I lost everything. I put up another one called Chatbot BH. Um, 
And luckily, 12 months after I put it up, it got acquired. Right smack when I'm about to turn 30. And when it got acquired, that's when I was able to finally buy my mom a house. So 10 years of suffering, um, I bought my mom a house. And that was the most beautiful feeling in the world. And then at that point on, I then started asking, okay, so I got the house. What now? And when, when I was starting out, I had a mentor that really had left an indelible mark with me and said that if I ever become successful, I shouldn't pay him back. I should pay it forward. I said, okay, so how am I going to pay it forward? Right? There's one thing that I left unchecked in when I was younger. I always wanted to be on radio. I even auditioned to RX. They never called you me. did! Hi, RX. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I said, you know what? Screw it. If, if they don't want me, I'll just try this podcasting thing. So I created my own podcast called Hustle Share to, again, pay it forward to startup founders in the Philippines to help them navigate startup life because it's very hard. 90% of startups fail. And after that, that's basically when I thought that Man, just like the startup ecosystem, this podcasting ecosystem is so much in its nascency. And a lot of what we do in the startup world can apply here. So that's why we, I called up my good friend, Joseph, who actually was my lawyer in my first startup. I said, hey, you like podcasts, right? Let's create this company to help podcasters thrive. Help podcasters. So it's very unique because... Number one, we don't own your podcast. You own it, right? We, 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 we always say in media, the normal way of doing media is the media company owns IP, owns the show, and everybody else is a talent. In PNA, we don't own any IP. You own the IP, and we only take a gamble, take a chance for shows that we believe that want to be amplified because they represent a great community. And then we work on it together. But we're never in the driver's seat. We're always just riding shotgun. So that's it. And then long story short, we got funding. We're fundraising again. And we're now in two countries. And we want to spread this across Southeast Asia. Wala bang applause ano dyan? <laughs> applause sound effects. Nikai, Nikai, dagdaga mo na lang. <laughs> no, we're out. What a great story. And I love how your first ever goal was to buy your mom a house. That's beautiful. Yeah. She's a lucky mom. She's, she's uh, very lucky. I'm a lucky son because I had Indeed. Like yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Was just about to say that. You're luckier to have a mom mm-hmm. like her. No, but that's wonderful. And I guess that's really part of every success story. You know, you have at least a couple of failures along the way until kakagat ang ang universe But I like that, I really love that you mentioned, you know, investments in in a sense where nakakuha ka ng mga mag-i-invest sa'yo. So you had this wonderful idea, but this golden Mm. idea, and you didn't Mm. even have to shell out at least man lang like so much of what you worked so hard for, the money that you worked so Mm. hard for. How, Mm. for someone who was, and, and, I myself included. For people who are unfamiliar with this term, di ba? Investments and gusto mag-start ng business pero hindi nila alam yan. Kasi ako in my head, bagong-bago din sa akin yun eh. My husband right. is the one who's familiar with investments and stuff and he wanted to put up, uh, I'm here in Davao right now, right? He wanted to put up mm-hmm. a building na paparentahan namin. I'm like, yeah. and, and we needed at the time like something like 200, 250K just to, to have it put up. Materials pa lang yeah. and everything. And I'm like, 
I don't have that much money right now. Ay, bakit may patis right. ko sa ilaw ko? Patayin natin. <laughs> <laughs> Nakikita niyo ba yun? <laughs> Tumidis right. ko sa likod eh. Teka, alisin it's natin fine. yan. I think it's my party, old party life. This is manifesting <laughs> to your lights. Minumulta ka ng yep. old party life mo. But yeah, and I was like, I'm, where am I going to get that kind of money? I can, I mean, I have it in the bank, but I can't mm. take it out right now and and say bye-bye. Because mm. when you invest something, essentially, it's like money you're willing to let go of, right? Yep. In that moment. And he was like, well, you're, we're, not, I'm, we're not putting in your money. We're asking for, for the, we're getting investors. We're presenting it to people who are willing to invest. I'm like, eh? Exactly. So please, to a, if you were to explain it to a two-year-old... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and people like me who are unfamiliar with the concept, how how mm-hmm. does that even go? Okay, so two things. Um, the one thing that I learned very early on in the business, so startups technically are tech companies that are built to scale. So again, I'll, I'll use this. So take it with a grain of salt. I'm saying it in a tech startup with the Facebooks, all the apps that you're using all in your phone, in, in, your, in your computer, they're all start, tech startups at one point. Right. Mm-hmm. These these companies are designed to scale exponentially using technology, right? They're built to grow fast. Because typically a business, right? When you create a business, the main goal of a business is to grow and make profit, which is great, right? That's technically all startups are supposed to be like that anyway. But startups can grow again five times over in one year. And what you need in that process to grow that is technology. And funding, right? The funding is the investment technically component that you're gonna get from people who have that money that's willing to support you. Now, in order for you to be eligible to even get, get a, a cut of that pie, the first investment you need to work on is yourself. Because at investors, especially for early on, uh, investors, you, you're not taking a gamble on the business plan because all business plans fail at the very start. There's no perfect business plan. So you can put whatever great stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we always say this in the in the startup world, ideas are cheap, execution is gold. So everybody has ideas. Mm-hmm. But the question is, who are the people? What type of teams does it require to execute this grand old idea? Because I can give you a sword, but if you don't know how to wield that sword, it's a waste. So the first thing you have to do is invest in yourself. In what way? Several things. And this is what I learned in my 20s, though I failed a lot in the process. But eventually, after I've learned the lessons, I reap the benefits. First off, you want to invest in high-value skills that not a lot of people can do. Okay. So okay. we always think of blue ocean strategy. So, okay, let's just say you have a skill. But if, if you look at the grand scheme of things, if there are more supply than demand, there's more people that have the similar skill like you, you have to be extremely good to stand out of the, the crowd. Yeah. Right. So you need to Id- identify skills that not a lot of people do. Because uh, if you are good at that, it's easier to stand out. Blue ocean strategy. Number two, the other thing that you also need to do, in this world, I love meritocracy, but in, the, in real life, it's who you know and who knows you. So you need to it's have a skill point. in building your network, mm-hmm. right? Because if you, you have talent, but not a lot of people know that you are the best in the industry about this. 
or again, you're in a crowded space. It's gonna be hard to just rely on talent to bring you to where you want to be, right? And number three, you have to hustle because a lot of people, especially the young kids now, want instant gratification. Life is not like Facebook. When you post something nice, you get a like, and then that's it. This requires a lot of time, dedication, discipline, and a lot of failure in between, and a lot of grit to get there. And then when you get and we show those three qualities, that what gives you a chance, it's no guarantee, to get that investment. Because your reputation then precedes you as someone people can invest money on to do the startup or that idea that you want to do because you've done it before. When we were kids, we were asked this question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Now that we're adults, they ask us in job interviews, how do you see yourself in five years? Now having the mindset instilled in us that we need to envision and prepare for our future self motivates the goals that we want to achieve. I think this is what drives some people to create checklists for themselves. Like me. Like that, bago ako mag 25, may sarili na akong kotse. Or I should get married and have a house for my kids before 30. Or after 30. Owning a property is part of adulting. And the best way to prepare for the right home is to start investing as early as now in one of the top home builders in the country. Like Lysandra. Lysandra is the perfect fit for your preferences. Especially when it comes to considerations like budget, accessibility, safety, and amenities. Definitely no worries in Lysandra as they are well known for their quality yet affordable house and lots in the Philippines. Present in over 40 areas nationwide, their communities are conveniently located near establishments, transport hubs, and business centers, so it's super easy to get around. Lysandra also has recreational open spaces that are safe, secured, and surrounded by nature. Now is the perfect time to invest because wherever you're located, whether you want to check out a house that's in a different province or you're working abroad and far away from home, you can still view their properties because Lysandra has made it super easy for us through a series of innovative online tools available on their website. You can check out the community and their properties safely via their virtual home tours. You can also try out their home loan calculator to gauge the monthly payment that is perfect for your budget. And when you're ready to purchase, conveniently reserve a Lysandra house and lot through their online reservation tool. For inquiries and more information about Lysandra house and lots, click the link in my description box to visit Lysandra's website or send them a direct message on Facebook at Lysandra. Oof, three major things. Uh, I I can completely agree with the one, two, and three. Lalo na yung you. It's it's who you know and who knows you. A lot of people frown upon that thought, but let's be real, de ba? Ganon talaga buhay wala tayong magagawa. As long as wala ka naman tinatapakan and you know you're not hurting anybody along the way, it's very very important in life, de ba? Your network. And also, um, uh, ang tito nung uh, yung mga kids nowadays <laughs> are into instant gratification, oh, which man. I mean, I, I completely relate with, right? I talk the same way now. In my 30s, mm-hmm. kabi kayo, 
mga bata talaga ngayon. Gusto nyo agad-agad? Apaka-entitled. And then, yes. Yes. So we were also we were that, you know, in mm-hmm. also in our 20s and when we were younger. And and thank you for mentioning that you failed a lot of times in your 20s because you need that. You need mm-hmm. to fail. I guess maswerte ka siguro pinanganak kang may gold sa I don't know, somewhere in your body if you, you never failed in your life and you're super successful now, but it is a yeah. huge part of of success is failing and getting up again. Diba? And, and and I guess also in, in investments, it's important to note that you won't get it right the first time, maybe the second time, probably even the third. But it just it has to take a lot of hunger and grit, and and you hustle talaga. Let's talk about that because you do have a podcast called Hustle Share. Yep. Um, how did that come about? Again, um, you talk about reputation, right? Um, I, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. Uh, I've always had a chip on my shoulder, and I knew that okay, I'm handicapped because I'm not from the states, and I, I, there's nothing wrong with being from the states. But again, you're coming as a local in a game where a lot of the people that get the funding are either expats or repatriates. Mm. As a local startup founder, checks are few and far between to happen here. So the only way you can really earn that type of reputation is by showing that you can hustle as a local right and the reason why i created hustle share is again i wanted to create an avenue where i can continuously and consistently because that's what what that i think uh that's the key about hustle everybody can hustle but can you hustle consistently can you bring it 24 7 even in, especially on days when you don't feel like it Oh, yeah. Right? That's where you build that reputation. I wanted to build that reputation where, man, I don't care what it is, but I'll be the first and last guy to leave the room for a very long time. And Hustle Share was my gift to the startup ecosystem to, to show that, hey, it's not just me. Every single startup founder that I talk here had a similar quality that were very much alike. Mm-hmm. Because it's a, very, it's a road super less traveled. People don't even understand it, right? You see the, the, the news of startups getting billions of investments, but they don't understand what it took and the sacrifices that it took to, to get there, and especially in a Filipino setting. Mm-mm. The objective is to inspire because um, if my mentor said, again, that I should pay it forward, it shouldn't stop with us. There's other people that are probably even better suited to create unprecedented growth, unprecedented things. Because I believe that in the grand scheme of things, the only the first set of people that can help a country in terms of nation building are entrepreneurs. Why? People need jobs. We're not here to screw you up and steal your taxpayers' money. We're here to make money for you and with you. Right? Yeah. And that's that that makes an impact to a to a to to families because now they can put their kids to school, they can put food on the table. And the more companies that thrive, the more people they're going to be able to employ and the more lives will be affected. Completely agree once again. Palakpaka naman again, guys. Thank you, Ron, <laughs> for, for that. And thank you for sharing your hustle with us. Um, and pay it forward is, I guess, one of the strongest statements talaga, no? And also another reason why I, 
I, I wanted to start something like this is to be able to share, right? I mean, it feels good to be talking. It's wonderful. I learn a lot from it as well uh, along the way, but you share you share what you get. And, and that's the thing about life is that creating that ecosystem. Now, umiigot lang, di ba? Lahat tayo uh, nagbe-benefit sa kung ano man na natutunan at na-experience natin. So they say that it, the right investment strategy uh, to reach your goals shift as you age. I mean, which makes sense, right? Absolutely. I mean, in yeah. your 20s, iba naman ang priorities mo. Most especially mm -hmm. in your 30s. And of course, majorly still depends on what your goals are. Mm -hmm. Now, what was your strategy in your 20s? Um... And that changed majorly in your 30s. Okay, so my 20s was really, I, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of this because, again, hindsight is always 2020. You only find out, ah, okay, that's what I did. I didn't even know because I was right in the thick of it, right? Mm. 20s was really a few things. First one is survival. I was, again, always in survival mode. Uh, there were a lot of times during an entrepreneur's, uh, in my first few startups that I only had like 100 pesos left. I had four meetings. My car was broken. I had to survive on that. And I had to go uh, to a club that night because I need to serve my customers. So I don't even know how, to, how I did that. But one thing that you have in your 20s is stamina. You're Ooh, not a tito yes. like me anymore. Because you, know? you can take a beating... And to, the the day after you'd be able you'd be all right, right? You can eat not healthy food, which I did totally in my twenties, and mm. be okay after that, right? Um, and those are the things that I put in. Uh, a lot of the things that uh, uh, again I put in is really survival, figuring out how I'm gonna how I'm not gonna die and how not how to keep my startup from dying. Number two is I surrounded myself with the right people. So there's a saying, right? You're the average of the five people you spend the most spend the most time with. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of the people that I I grew up having friends with, I had to deviate from that because I was chasing a dream. I sacrificed that a little bit because I wanted to give myself a fighting chance. Because again, I had a handicap, no safety net. How am I gonna even get there? Right. So I surrounded myself with people who are weight classes above me so i who i wanted to emulate because through by surrounding yourself with them and spending a lot of time with them you then pick up their their quirks, energy that uh, energy their techniques and everything else to, yeah. to really become again, give yourself a fighting chance to and lastly um more than that the, in terms of investment my 20s was really investing on skills to pay the bills that's it uh that that again, survival mode. Eh? So you're gonna have to do that. Um, but again, one thing that never changed was the North Star. I wanted to buy my mom a house. That changed after you got it, and it was a little scary because now it, it was a now what situation. Like, okay, yeah, uh, I'm here now. What? What do I do next? It, it mm -mm. took a while. But one thing that also happened, and this is my last advice for young twenty somethings going to their thirties. Libre mangarap, right? But one thing that I learned from my first investor, Kickstart, was the, this is, might sound corny as hell, but they asked us to put a board for all our dreams, of magazine cutouts of everything we ever wanted in life. A dream board. 
a vision board. board. Yep. I made that around 2013, 2014, and I put it in my room, dusty as hell. And just by looking at it every morning, the law of attraction just happens. Because again, what it takes is that hustle, that grit, persistence, everything else in between. And slowly, one, one, one at a time, it's like, okay, the house is checked, the car is checked, the beautiful wife is checked. <laughs> you all of a sudden see that, wow, okay, this is a reality that kaya pala. You can actually get it done because your dream, your dream, your dream, oh, huh? your, your uh, dream. It is a dream that we want to achieve. <laughs> I got it, yes. No, the dream was vivid. So if you're going to dream, be very, very particular. What type of car do you want? What type of house do you want? That. What type of thing? And then when you do a dream, also don't just include it for yourself. Include the dream for your community and, again, your country, whatever that might be. And don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. Because most people, especially in this world, will always tell you, hey, that can't be done because I wasn't able to do it. Well, I hate right? those because people. Of limit, yeah, those limiting beliefs, they will always try to think, uh, would, would force and that post to you. post it on you, project it onto you. Correct. But the sky's the limit, right? Don't, be, don't live in fear in, 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 in that in that perspective because the only thing really preventing you from getting that done is you. <laughs> but you know, thank you for sharing that with us as well because that's also something that I did um, b- before I even started the podcast, a vision board. And you know, my, my now husband was not laughing at it then. Just like, what are you doing? Because it's literally like, so the computer ko pag ginawa, ginawa ko pa siyang, uh, what's this, a wallpaper ng laptop yes. ko for that entire year. And it's literally mm. just a checklist with the photos of what car I wanted to get, you know, where I wanted to live in the next five years. And, you know, some people call it bull. But really now, it's what you constantly see, hear, and tell yourself mm. will happen because it's what you yeah. attract about when you see the things that you want you every single move that you make even yung pagbrush oras ng paggising mo pagbrush mo ng tito umaga yung pagkain kinakain mo day in and day out is all geared yeah. towards achieving the goals that you see constantly That's true. and, That's and true. it's impossible for you not to get it and also That's with part. like the guy you you, you know you may, having a, a beautiful perfect wife and and mm-hmm. me and finding the the right man for me and i was like you know i wrote a letter in my 20s parang lord i want like this like that like that like that and then i got it kaya lang cheated on me <laughs> pero like okay. that like that like that naman siya so i talked to my friends sabi niya be specific kasi <laughs> if yes. you want diba si lord binigyan ka naman niya noon eh kaya lang may konting uh, quirks diba so if you <laughs> If you're clear on what you want, you have to be super specific about it. Correct. And that's that's so true. Thank you for sharing that with us as well. That's so, diba? uh In the same way that that works, you know, the negative things that you tell yourself, the negative thoughts you have as soon as you wake up in the morning, the negative people you surround yourself mm-hmm. with, you will become. Mm-hmm. Correct. Diba? So generally in your 30s, they say, is a great time to invest because in your 20s, mm. you've already made your mistakes. You're mm. uh, 
uh, hopefully a little bit more established in your career in your 30s, you're mm-hmm. making enough money and you're still young enough to reap the benefits of compound interest. Now here now, Ron is the magic question. What then should you be investing in, uh, investing on in your 30s? What are the most important investments for 30-somethings to make? Yeah, so uh, just like what I said in your 20s, you should still, con- just because you're now in your 30s, you, you shouldn't stop. You should continue investing on yourself. But now, again, in, in, in when you get to your 30s, right, priorities change, um, perspective changes. Again, stamina isn't quite the same uh, anymore. Because katinko is life. Again, sorry, katinko. Or white flower is life. Or whatever oh, your mama head would be. Oh. Or, <laughs> or your, your whatever, your, uh, <laughs> your oil. Whatever that would be. <laughs> right. Katabi ng kama ko, okay, nanap ko tuloy oh, as a ta- as a bedside exactly. table. Okay, yes. Exactly. So, you know, those things now um are are different. But other than investing in yourself, again, network should also come, but more importantly now, the investments there's two types, eh? the non-tangible and uh, the tangible ones. Tangibles you should again, I wish I I I made a lot of financial mistakes also when I was tw- in my 20s. Because I didn't develop discipline yet. And again, I was barely making enough. I'm always like, uh, just barely making it. Like, ah, I'm alive. And then last, last next 15 days, let's see. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and as an entrepreneur, um, just for context, guys, you pay yourself last. There are going to be times where everybody, 15 and 30 is always a scary time for us. Especially if you don't have cash. Because everybody, that's a good time. Yay! No more pets de peligro. But uh, as an entrepreneur, that's your response. Shoot, do I have payroll money? And if there's barely enough, there are going to be days that you don't get to get paid, or months even. So how are you going to survive? You have, a, you have a family to feed, right? You have bills to pay. So mm-hmm. you need to invest first off, and this is what I learned, in going on the offensive. Because a lot of people will tell you, Okay, save up. Don't spend. You just pay yourself first, 10%, 20%, up to you what formula this is. Mm. But you need to be on the offensive because you're only as good as what you can save from what you make. So aside from your main hustle, you need to invest in real long-term side hustles. Right? Diversify. So again, there's your 9 to 5 will keep you alive. Your 7 to 1 will be the one who's going to make you rich. And that seven to one, whatever you make there, is where you then invest. So are you going to put it in like, that dream house? Are you going to put it in stocks? Are you going to diversify in other things? Again, um, and you can learn a lot about this. But for me, what I, I invested in is uh, I'm staying within my, le- uh, my realm of expertise. So if my, my career is revolving around startups... Then I should stay within there because it might. I, there's a high probability I'll fail there. But what more if I'm doing something I'm not familiar with? Good luck, right? I'm mm-hmm. gonna make stupid mistakes. So yeah. there, I invest in crypto. I invest, but this is gonna. This is my ultimate goal now, and I'm gonna say it here. My ultimate goal at this day and age in my 30s is to be able to invest in other startups the same way other investors invested in, paying it forward. But now it's putting my money where my mouth is. Right, because if I help a company thrive and exit, not only did I help that founder and that team have generational wealth, 
But I also mm-hmm. also help myself in the process as well. You can actually do that now, um, as early as now. If you like startups, like for example, there are apps like uh, okay, like there in in especially in the US, you can do this. Um, so there's go uh, go trade. It's like mm-hmm. uh, where you can just buy like Apple stocks, Google stocks, Zoom stocks, whatever that may be, and ride their coattails as they if you can even invest in grab uh in, in those types of apps or if you want to invest a little bit more you can use eToro and using the same apps you can invest in in crypto bitcoin whatever that again you can uh ride on the high growth of startups and reap the benefits with letting your money work for you Ooh, love that. Letting your money work for you. Again, something that I just learned also in my 30s. But now that listening to you, Ron, grabe talaga, iba, iba talaga yung boss, no? Ang P&A. Listening <laughs> to you now, para akong, kanina, para akong nag-float out of my body, nag-out of body experience ako. And, and looking at it in such, such a meta way to think about it or to look at it. But like, the way you were explaining it is like, um, you know, entrepreneurs, it's, it's, you make our economy go around, right? In the way you're, your ultimate goal is to be able to pay, pay it forward and give to startups as well, like you were supported when you were starting up. Diba, parang pinaikot mo lang yung blessings, for lack of a, of a better word. Pero nagka-create nga that ecosystem uh, that, that makes our economy, um, I guess, just keep flowing or flourish. As opposed to like, you know, someone who just thinks, I'll make my money, I'll save it for me. Save it for Mm -hmm. me to secure me. Whereas, you know, if you invest, make your money work for you, make your money go around, then we're essentially supporting the entire world by just, money is a tool. It's not, you know, it's a tool for you to survive. It's not life itself. Ang galing! Ngayon ko lang medyo nakikita yung yung point na yun. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a way of giving, I guess, in a way, and making the world go around in that sense, and not allowing money tool. to make your life go around. It is a very important tool. Let's be real, mm. <laughs> yeah. but not some. But not it's a means to an end. Yes. Correct. It's not something that you that should you should revolve around uh, everything that you do for. I mean, it's again, it depends on where you are. When you're in survival mode, I, I won't even understand that, right? But always try to have that foresight and you only get that foresight when you're out of that bubble of people that are also stuck because if you're surrounding yourself with people on survival mode all the time typically when you're on survival mode one thing that's very delicate in survival mm. mode is you become desperate when you make yeah. desperate moves you typically hurt yourself in the process you make stupid mistakes just to chase that cash chase that mm. money Whatever you start being an OnlyFans, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you, you know, if you're all of a sudden putting things that could have been valuable for you is like re- your reputation, your dignity, or again, because uh, one big mistake can also destroy you for a very long time. Not saying that you can't uh, bounce back from mistakes. You can, and you should make failures. But there are different types of failures that that are indelible. And there are ones that you can actually bounce back from. And sometimes when you're surrounded with people who are um, in the same boat as you, you're in a tunnel. You're the subtle vision. You're, you're just in an echo chamber with people who are also doing that. One thing yeah. that I learned, Kara, that I, I've also learned from the podcast, 
from people that I've uh, interviewed is that you should be selfless even if you don't have anything to give. So what does that mean? Right? Um, I learned this from Ace Gapus of Blagapalooza. And she said, I asked her, how do you build your network? Because what if you mm. don't have puhunan, you don't have friends, you don't have whatever, but mm. you have your talents and you have you can add value. So the formula that I learned there is you give to take one. What does that mean? If you're if you're in your twenties or in your thirties and you don't have anything to give, you don't have money, whatever, but you have time and effort to give. Do people favors, small genuine favors and give them twice. And don't ask anything in return first. Because eventually, when you build, do it twice, when you need it, you have a lifeline to call. Because you built a reputation that I'm going to help you. I'm not going to ask for shit. Right? But I will um, help you genuinely. But hopefully down the road, when I'm the one in need, you can hook me up. Give to take one. Sobrang totoo niyan. <laughs> Yeah. Sobrang totoo niyan din sa exper- experience ko, lalo na in my 20s. There were a lot of and I thought they were mistakes. There was one I've talked about way too many times on, on other episodes. This one thing yeah. that I did that I almost lost my job for. <laughs> yeah. Munti ko na mawala yung trabaho ko dahil sa pag- paggawa ko ng favor na yun or paggawa ko ng isang bagay na yun. But two, right. three months down the road, siya yung nagbigay sa akin ng trabaho hanggang ngayon meron pa rin ako. Nice. And diba ganun eh? And... Totoyan, it's it's funny how the world works, but you make your decisions for yourself. And when you give more, you will get more that could not be more true. I love that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, say uh, reports actually say, and you were we were, you know, I love how we were talking about um, you know, your main goal in the beginning being buying a home for your mom. And reports actually say you but you were in your twenties when you did that, weren't you? And but the uh, reports yep. say that the median age for the first for first time home buyers generally is thirty three. Mm-hmm. You bought a house for your mother at twenty nine ish. Twenty nine ish, going thirty. Yeah. Going okay, closer to thirty. Okay. Um, uh, my question now is: Is it smart to invest in a home, or is it smart to invest in real estate now, given our current circumstances? It is smart if you can afford it. You always have to put it within your ability to pay for it. Now, again, in your 20s, you can always be in the offensive, right? So if you can hustle for it, if you think you can sustain and make some lifestyle adjustments, mm-hmm. as long as it's still sustainable, then go. But also, make sure that the property you buy is something that's pasok sa budget. Not just because you want to buy it, Right. It's also, is it affordable within your range? Is it within your punching class? Because this is your first purchase. It's not yeah. your last. It doesn't have to be the dream house yet, but it can be a start where you can use that investment to either use that as a rental, an Airbnb, or make that uh, again flip it down the road. There's so many options, but don't get cold feet right away and say, "Hey, I want I want the dream house now." In your in your thirties, what you now understand is that not everything is gonna be given right away. You have to earn it. Now, if you, if things are given, God bless you. Good luck. You have a great you have a great situation, right? But again, make sure that if you're gonna make that decision, 
um, if we're gonna make that decision about real estate, it's something that you can afford that you you don't have to eat ramen for the next ten to fifteen years, right? That you get to live life because in our thirties too. Mm-hmm. Priorities change. This is the time where we consider having married, uh, uh, having a married life. Babies mm-hmm. start coming along the way, right? Mm-hmm. And then again, our yeah, the, the checkups become more frequent because your high blood, your back pains, <laughs> and everything else uh, are starting to appear. Hey, grateful ones! If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon. I just want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. I know you want that too. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collaborate with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how you execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can also track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also so easy. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in my description and use the referral code AFTER30 with Gata Edigel, not case sensitive at all, so you can start monetizing your podcast too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're right. And thank you for for putting it that way. Grab it. That's really the huge difference, I guess, between people like you who think the way you do and people who um revolve around lack and fear and you know, fear of losing. Uh it's 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 the way you put it. Now don't it's your first investment, not your last. Most people yes would think otherwise. Diba? Na parang, dapat ito na. Kasi ang laki ng gagastusin ko dito. Paano kung di na ako kumita ng ganto ulit? Di nga eh. That's what's wrong about it. It's how you see money and how you think and how you view investing. Right? Correct. I love that. Thank you for uh, for explaining it that way. Um, okay, Ron. Uh, last couple of questions for you and for sure. our uh, 30-something and 20-something listeners. So, say you're in your mid to late 20s to 30s and you're still quite unfamiliar um, with investing. How do you even start? What should you look out for? First, few th- uh, a few things. First off is you need to really um, educate yourself with uh, f- about finances. So, I've started this and nobody is going to do that for you. You have to go out of your way to do that yourself. There's so many ways to learn that now. YouTube is my best friend. And again, the, a lot of the things that I just said now, I learned that from uh, consistently in investing time. First thing you can invest is time, eh? right? Mm. And, and also, that's the scarcest resource you have as a person. Every one of us has a finite number of time that you want to spend. That's your biggest resource. It's not money. It's time. Where Now, you ask yourself, where are you going to spend it the most? So of course, there's going to be priorities. Family, your, yourself, self-love, and all that. But always make sure that you spend time, at least one hour a day, to educate yourself. And then also, create time to create discipline and a good habit in investing on things. Now, are you going to invest it on your passion? Fine, great. You can invest that in your passion. 
But again, bills are always going to be there. I'm lucky, Kara, because a lot of the things that I do, and I'm super fortunate that I get to make money on things I'm passionate about. So it's double whammy, right? Yeah. I, I, I do this for free anyway, but somehow, some way, it is my livelihood, right? Uh-huh. The partying thing before, I love partying. Hey, it became my startup for a while too, right? Um, so if you can make money out of the passion that you do, and again, it, it, it can be a blue ocean, there's nothing better than that. But again, pre- invest time first on things and discipline to educate yourself and to not make the same mistakes. Especially, you're very susceptible if you are not educating yourself on a lot of schemes like get-rich-quick-money schemes. Like, oh, you just invest X amount and you're going to do There's no such thing no as such that. Thing. Uh-huh. Stop doing the loto mentality. Every single one that has sustainable considerable and generational wealth took time it's incremental small wins that they did to get to what they are and that's what that you said it earlier compounding so whether you're making your money work for you through compounding interest or wherever you want to put it or you're also doing it chipping at it on a daily basis daily grind consistently Mm-mm. if you look at it if you spend time an hour a day uh, that's 360 hours, 365 hours uh, a year that you would have put already educating yourself and putting it to work to make to give yourself a fighting chance um, in investing in whatever form or fashion that you want to do. So invest in time, super duper important. That's the first thing you said. And be consistent. Yeah. Ang laking bagay no always educating yourself and always on the lookout for, for new things because once you once you hear yourself saying alam ko na yan eh then de, alam ko na yan diba yung yung wala ka yeah. ng <laughs> wala ka ng interest to learn new things mm. and to even accept that there could be more other facts maybe better facts than what it is that you do know now that is the danger you end there eh. there's no more growth so keep investing Correct. in educating yourself and giving and, and valuing your time and only giving your time to things that will be productive to you, for you, and for your family and your loved ones. Ron, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, your time, your hustle, your passion with everyone. Thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you for coming up with Podcast Network Asia. Pinapakain at, uh, <laughs> at binubuhay mo ang napakaraming mga tao na ang gusto lamang naman talagang gawin is to keep talking <laughs> and and to share whatever it is that they know, knowledge, experience, whatever. And thank you for giving us that avenue. A lot of us. Oh, thank you for trusting us. Um, again, uh, you, we could have just looked at the uh, the optics and say, who is this budol guy? It doesn't even look. Good. But again, you gave us a chance as well because if we did not uh, give us a chance and gave our team a chance, um, again, we owe you as much as anything because without that trust especially for a very young company. We're just two years old, right? Um, but you, you took a chance and we want to reciprocate that back where, again, we always say in PNA that the rising tide lifts all boats and we want to make sure that everybody thrives together. We're very grateful for you. So grateful for you. Thank you so much. Again, thank you for your time and thank you for being here today. I know it's been tough. For everybody, tougher even for most now. And this is something that I do on the podcast. I ask my guests 
um, to shout out to the universe what it is that they're grateful for today in the moment to kind of ground you and the, but it's the best way to keep yourself in the moment is to kind of you know remind yourself of, of the things that you are grateful for so I'd like to ask you um, founder and CEO of PNA Ron yeah. <laughs> to please share with us in the universe whatever it is that you're grateful for right now in this moment Ooh, that's a loaded question, but Is it? <laughs> it's not it's not hard to answer. Uh, first of all, I'm grateful for my team. Um, again, it, I, I've been in an in, in a, there. I'm not a perfect leader. Nobody is. Uh, I've had massive mistakes. I've had wins and whatnot. But I'm very grateful for those who trust me. Or yeah, have worked with us, or who who's, who who given time because time is the scarcest resource um, for for even giving me a chance to lead, right? Um, uh, I'm not perfect, but through them, I I be, I'm grateful because I'm now able to serve more people like you guys, like uh, the, the the podcasters, because without them, I can't do it alone, mm-hmm. um, right? And that's also what I learned in in my thirties that. Every majority of the time, we we always think of in, in our only twenties. I want to be the best. I want to be the bida. But you can only do so much. You actually really make realistic, um, big jumps when you live through other people and you see them succeed and, and become even better than you. That's how you multiply yourself. So that's I, that's why I'm grateful because I'm seeing parts of myself that are even better. Because I've, I've given chances and they've given me a chance to actually influence them positively. So grateful for my team, grateful my co- to, to my co-founders, obviously grateful to our my uh, podcasters uh, that, that we support, that, are, that, that we support. And lastly, and not, def- not lastly, to the listeners who continue to listen to the stuff that we just babble on, right? Because <laughs> you, you, could have, you could have invested your time to something else. But you're choosing to give us an hour, 30 minutes, or an hour and a half of your time on a weekly basis to continue to this to hear this message, right? But more importantly, I'm grateful for for my fiance, who's going to be soon my wife and my mom, to always give me that rock because this is not easy, and they see me struggle. Um, they see the fights that I that not everybody uh, sees, right? That how I bring it literally before I go to sleep. How I lose sleep because of this, but by by having them there, I feel like that that foundation is um, is unshakable, and nobody can touch me in that in that regard. Yeah, nobody can touch you. No Ted, run. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, thank you again for being here. Thank you for being our boss. Uh, wonderful as you are. Please invite our listeners. Um, to catch your um, your podcast, listen to you on your podcast. Where can they stalk you? Where can they get in touch with you in case they have um, other questions? Right. Sounds good. So, again, if you guys want to learn about podcasting, not podcasting, startups. What the hell am I talking about? Startups <laughs> and how the top startup founders from the Philippines um, are thriving and hustling at the same time. Please do listen to Hustle Share. Uh, that's my podcast. It's been almost three years now. Uh, didn't even notice. Um, but more than anything, it's don't just listen to Hustle Share. Uh, Hustle, Hustle Share is just the origin of what this amazing community has thrived 
listen to all the shows in Podcast Network Asia. So go to podcastnetwork.asia um, and listen to all the amazing shows just like After 30 with Cara Ergel and a lot of the adulting shows. You want to be a great adult? You want to be scared? You want to laugh? Experience all these emotions. We've had it all for you. If you don't like it in Tagalog or in English, listen to it in Bahasa. We also have it in Indonesia. Good luck. But yeah, that's uh, how we're gonna... Again, we're, we're here to power as many podcasters as possible in Southeast Asia. And obviously, it's proudly Pinoy. So thank you so much. And um, we wish you more power, Kara Ariel. Thank you so, so much for your time and energy. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, this is the part where you share the things, people, moments, whatever it is that you're grateful for today. I would love to hear from you. So please do get in touch with me on Instagram and Facebook at After 30 with Cara Erigel. I would love to see you tag me in your stories if you do post this. And please follow me on Spotify if you haven't yet. And also leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would really, really help the podcast. And of course, me a lot. And I truly, truly appreciate you. I am so grateful for you. Don't forget, be grateful. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 